from Insurance Business, here's your weekly global news roundup for December 5th to 9th, 2022. I'm Steve Randall. The Z Zurich Foundation, a charitable organisation established by members of the Zurich Insurance Group, has announced the creation of its Urban Climate Resilience Programme set to launch January 1st and support urban communities in 10 countries around the world. The UCRP is a collaboration between the Z Zurich Foundation, several members of the Zurich Insurance Group, the Zurich Flood Resilience Alliance and several city networks. With natural disasters increasing in frequency and intensity, society's most vulnerable suffer the greatest impact. The UCRP aims to support vulnerable urban communities in adapting to the impacts of climate-related disasters. It consists of a four-step approach. Identify and engage with urban areas in need, conduct a thorough analysis of each community's climate-related challenges, plan, develop and deliver tailored solutions, and capture learning and scale the programme. During the past year, the Foundation, working with the International Federation of Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies, Plan International and Resilient Cities Networks, has launched pilot programmes in approximately 40 communities in Colombia, Ecuador and the US. In 2023, the Foundation plans to launch the programme in seven additional countries in collaboration with Zurich's local offices and the following charities. C40 Cities in Italy, Japan and Malaysia, ICLEI in Turkey, R-Cities in Malaysia and the UK and IFR in Australia and Spain. Lloyd's addressed the market on Wednesday with topics including market oversight plans for 2023. Led by Chief of Markets Patrick Tiernan, the session also featured market oversight director Peter Montanero and Lloyd's chief actuary Emma Stewart. The latter talked about 2023 capital impacts, discussing the subject of capital resubmissions and what is expected of Lloyd's syndicates in this regard. The market oversight director, meanwhile, outlined the key themes that will drive market oversight next year, including reinsurance issues, operational and cyber resilience customer focus and regulatory and financial crime. Other drivers also span economic uncertainty, climate change and culture and ESG. In the fourth quarter market message, Montanero also discussed the changes to delegated authorities oversight as well as the areas of focus for 2023 such as enhancing claims performance at Lloyd's. Key takeaways from the quarterly message include the planned gross written premium of 56 billion UK pounds for 2023 and expected material changes to property and war impacted specialty classes. Overall customer satisfaction with property casualty insurers digital claims process has fallen for the second consecutive year as insurers scramble to manage longer cycle times through digital channels that's according to the latest study from JD Power Mark Garrett director of PNC insurance intelligence at the firm says longer claims create more of a need to manage customer expectations and to keep those customers informed Digital customer engagement should be part of the solution, one that supports proactive multi-channel engagement and regular updates with customers. J.D. Power's U.S. Claims Digital Experience Study evaluates the digital claims experiences of PNC insurance customers, examining the functional aspects of desktop, mobile, web and mobile apps based on four factors, visual appeal, clarity of information, navigation and range of services. Customers are more than three times more likely to say the claims process was slower than they expected when regular updates are not provided through digital channels, J.D. Power said. In contrast, they're nearly twice as likely to say it was quicker than expected when they're provided with regular updates. From Insurance Business TV in Canada, a session hosted by Haggerty Canada on building and maintaining client relationships. The panel discussed how brokers can learn and build knowledge to relate to classic car owners and potential clients. Here's Mark Charlton of Haggerty Private Client. Back in my early days of uh, my first company, I had a printing sales rep that was really trying to get my business. And 
I kept saying to him, you know, I'm really happy with the company we're dealing with. He knew I was a car guy. He was a car guy. Uh, and he kept sending me articles or little notes or, hey, I saw this, thought you might be interested or, hey, saw this, made me think of you. And he would do this, you know, a couple, three times a year. And one day that printing supplier that I had been really happy with really let me down in a big way and basically left me out in a field. And from that day forward, this other guy had my business laying that groundwork to let a client know that you're not just interested in their business, but you care about them. You're interested in the things that they're interested in. Even if it doesn't result in business today, those are useful things to do. Getting uh, knowledge out there, putting on seminars, sponsoring events, putting out a great magazine. These are all things that help the broader community and I think build a, a great foundation for, you know, a strong business growth. Be, you know, being the, the player in the industry that is the first place that everybody thinks to go to. AM Best has announced that it's maintained its stable outlook for the U.S. commercial line segment. The rating agency noted the sector's strong underwriting performance during the COVID-19 pandemic and amid the current economic volatility. However, there are headwinds going into 2023 and commercial lines insurers may find it challenging to sustain price adequacy and prepare for the contraction of market opportunities and the potential for increased litigation, AM Best said. These headwinds are being driven by continued inflation, which itself is being spurred by supply chain disruptions and increased commodity and labour costs. Social inflation costs, including jury awards and litigation expenses, are expected to rise in 2023, impacting casualty lines in terms of prospective underwriting and reserve margins. Another potential negative impact is the possibility of an economic recession in 2023, including disruptions in important economic sectors and workforce dislocation. These could negatively impact certain professional liability segments and other lines, the report said. AM Best also said that commercial lines insurers have reported positive robust underwriting results through the third quarter and are expected to continue to do so thanks to strong net premiums. Segment earnings have also seen the benefits of lower catastrophe costs for commercial lines this year, despite Despite the severity of Hurricane Ian, earnings also benefited from higher underlying underwriting gains and net favourable prior year reserve development, AMBES said. From Australia, breaches of the General Insurance Code of Practice are more rampant than ever and a growing number of these significant breaches involve insurers overcharging their customers. The General Insurance Code Governance Committee's 2021-22 annual report revealed that the committee received 116 significant breach reports, up by over 100% from the 57 it received in the previous year. More worrying still, the annual report observed a rising trend in significant breaches related to customers being overcharged and other pricing errors, such as failing to account for applicable discounts to premiums on home and contents and motor vehicle insurance. In October last year, the Australian Securities and Investments Commission requested insurers to review their pricing systems and controls to ensure that customers were getting the full discounts they were promised. So the General Insurance Code Governors Committee was expecting an uptick in the number of significant breaches. However, the level and duration of significant breaches of insurers' pricing promises surpassed even what the committee anticipated. The General Insurance Code of Practice was first introduced by the ICA in 1994. Though it's voluntary, members of the ICA that have insurance products covered by the code are required to adopt it. 
Over two in five, or 43% of commercial properties in the UK, are currently underinsured, research by insurance broker Gallagher has revealed. The study conducted among business owners and commercial property claims managers also found that businesses that have not reviewed their insurance could be liable for over 40% of the value of repairs or rebuilds on average due to underinsurance. 96% of the claims managers surveyed reported an increase in the number of properties that are underinsured in the past 12 months, with rapid inflation in the cost of building materials often mentioned as the cause of the rise. Gallagher's research also found that more properties are also underinsured in part due to rising labour costs, according to 61% of claims management experts. When it comes to what's causing construction labour cost rises, 85% cited inflation and just over three quarters said that Brexit was a major factor due to the decreased availability of labour. Unfortunately, the majority of business leaders who own their premises have not reviewed their commercial property insurance during the past year, indicating that many could now be at risk. Some have gone even longer without looking at their policy, with one in six not having reviewed their insurance at any point in the last five years. These are just some of the global and regional stories covered by Insurance Business this week. For more, visit our website, insurancebusinessmag.com.